So this evening, we're going to spend time praying for people we know and love who may not yet know or love our Lord. And you may ask, as a Calvinist, what difference does this make? Which is a good question to ask. If we believe that God has predestined people to salvation, then what do we do about that? And there's this great scholar, this great mission scholar. Can I have some light, by the way? A little more? <gasps> Thank you. There's this great mission scholar, Leslie Newbigin, who said, the beauty of being someone who believes in the sovereignty of God and someone who loves people is that you are guaranteed that when you go out and you spread the gospel, there are going to be people who respond. You're guaranteed. And he said, the beauty is that we are God's covenant partners in this, that he actually wants to use the likes of us to get the word out to people. There's this uh, old joke that's told that when Jesus ascended into heaven and he was met by the angels and they were like, hey, wow, amazing, that was great. So you're up here now and, um, and what's the plan? And Jesus is like, no, my, my disciples are going to just kind of tell everybody about what happened. And Michael looks at Gabriel and Gabriel looks back at Michael and says, seriously? Like, we're not going to go on and do anything? And Jesus was like, no, no, my, my disciples that I had, they're going to go out and, and they're just going to tell everybody and that's, that's how it's going to spread. And Michael and Gabriel said, that is never going to work. And Jesus said, we'll see. We'll see. And here we are. Someone told someone who told someone who told you. And now your privilege and joy and delight is to tell other people. But we also need to be very aware that some of us have been longing and praying for some people to come into the kingdom for a long time. Family members, friends we've grown up with, people that are in our extended family who've wandered far from faith. And we want to come into this space and be very aware that some of us have been carrying this for a long time. And to be praying and pleading with God to act in someone's life or to even take the bold risk of sharing the gospel and have it rejected, that's a hard burden to carry. That's a heavy burden to carry. And so tonight we want to give you the gift of carrying that burden with you. Over here at this station, you see this whiteboard, and down on the ground there are different post-it paths. And we encourage you to write a person's name on a post-it. You can just do their first name and first initial of their last name, and then put it up here. And then we invite you to think if God is inviting you to pray for someone else, someone you don't know, then just take a name off the board. And from now until Easter, we ask that you be in prayer for this person. So at this prayer station, you're invited to take, put a name on a post-it, put it on the board, or, and, take a name from the board, and then pray for that person during Lent. So that if you've been carrying somebody for a long time, and you really want to just lay that down and surrender that, you have the opportunity to do that here. There are also pens and paper down there. If you want to write a prayer out, 
Maybe God's put a population on your heart. Maybe you think, I want to go to this country. I want to reach out to uh, underserved population groups in large cities in the United States. I feel a real call to people who don't believe in the Ukraine. Maybe there's a population group that God's put in your heart. Just write it out. Write out a prayer. You can take the prayer with you. You can leave the prayer there. You could take the prayer over here to the cross. If at any point during our singing or reading of Scripture, you just want to come up and remember, as we sang, that salvation does belong to our God. He's the one who does it. Our actions, our duties, they don't save us. They are in response to what God has done for us. So maybe you've been living a life when you've been acting like, I'm in charge of me and I get to save me, or I want to save other people. It's important to come to the cross and surrender and remember that it is our Lord who saves and not us. Maybe tonight you want to pray out loud with someone else. So along the back, our prayer servants will be there, and maybe you've got someone or some group of people or something that's on your heart, and you say, I want to pray out loud with someone else about this person whose name I put on the board. The prayer servants will be back there for the whole service. Just go on back, ask them for prayer. And you can do all of these stations. You can stay right where you are and pray where you are. Maybe you need to tell someone else that's near you, I've carried this person in my heart for a long time and I just, I need help carrying it. I'm really worried about this person. So that's what we're going to do over the next uh, several minutes. We're going to sing songs, we're going to hear scripture, and we're going to pray in these different ways, through writing, through post-its, through kneeling, through praying with other people, through praying in our seats. And we're going to lift these people to our Lord. And we pray that we may have the privilege of planting a seed or watering a seed or maybe even harvesting and seeing someone make that turn toward Christ because we know that our God saves and he delights in having us come alongside and do that work as his covenant partners. I'm going to go into prayer in just a minute. There is a couple of things I want you to know. First of all, our brother Paul Bursma, who has been in the hospital, has been very serious. He was released this afternoon and is home, hopefully, about now. Probably he wanted, when I saw him this afternoon, he said he wanted to get home in time to watch Loft. That was his goal. So, Paul. <laughs> and, uh, and we know that's Abby's brother. So, Abby's smiling a little more broadly today. Uh, knowing that her brother is out of the hospital, and we're very glad for that. And then just a reminder that next week we'll be at our normal time, 8 o'clock, back in the chapel. We're starting a new series called What If It's True? And week one is what if it's true that Jesus is the only way to God? What if that's true? So that's what we'll be looking at next week, Sunday night. Bring your friends. All right. Will you pray with me? Oh, Lord, we give you praise and thank this night that salvation belongs to you because you are the only one who could move into this world, who could take on flesh in the person of Jesus Christ, who could go to the cross, who could die and rise, who could be our good shepherd. And as it says in John 10, as you, Jesus, say, 
The sheep know your voice, and no one can snatch them away. And so we lift up the sheep of your voice who are here tonight, who so long for others to be gathered into your flock. Lord, some of us have been trying and praying and pleading with people that we love to get them to understand what we love, to get them to come to church with us sometimes, or to just pray with us around the table, or maybe even to have them stop mocking us for our faith. So, Lord, we pray for everyone in this space who's been carrying another person or some other people for a time and just feels weary and worried. Would you allow us to lay these people in your hands? And would you speak to us, Holy Spirit, that if you're asking us to do something, that we will be prompt and do it. When we think about what our president said this week when he prays for the people in his family who don't believe, that the incarnate Christ becomes real to them. And wow, do we want that. Because we know what a difference it makes in our lives. We have seen it in the life of our brother Paul as he has struggled for life and breath in these last couple of weeks. We thank you, healer God, that you have brought him back, that you have restored his lungs, and now, amazingly, he is going to go home. We pray for his mom and dad, Dirk and Harriet, as they care for him, for Abby and Nate, his siblings. We pray that you allow him full health so that he can worship with us again soon. And Lord, as we move into a new semester too, we pray that you go with us each step. And tonight, may we lay those worries down too. For you are God, and we are not. And into your hands we place our lives and the lives of those we love. And we do this the only way we know how, which is through our good shepherd, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.